0: Best of Frantic Times!
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello well, and welcome. Hello, ladies and gentlemen.
2: This is The Best of Frantic Times. I'm Peter
1: Wildman. And I'm Paul Chiaro. Still... Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Paul had pizza before That's the recording right. no, of this. No, stop!
1: Stop! 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 Uh, my Apple Watch has told me to breathe. Wait, can't can't go any further. Okay. We have to just wait until I uh, finish the breathing program on my Apple Watches.
2: I like it better when you come to work hungry
1: and you're a little dopey. <laughs> and oh, there you go. Eight hundred and thirty beats per minute. Is that good? I have no idea. Okay.
2: And I don't care. As long as you have a
1: pulse. My my heart is feeling very tight, though. I don't know what it is.
2: That's probably the pizza. (laughs) Uh, We are going to play for you some uh, radio business that we did
1: many years ago when we were young men. Called Frantic Times, and now it's called... The Best of Frantic Times. That's right. And we're starting with... Uh, Mrs. Sarnicki's coffee, one of my favorite characters.
3: Carolyn Scott as Mrs. Sarnicki.
1: Take Luis it away. Enjoy.
3: We've come to the world-famous Maison d'Honneur in Montreal and replaced their regular coffee with Budger's Instant. Pardon me, ma'am. Did you enjoy your coffee?
0: Gosh, yes. It was scrumptious. This coffee must be filtered through papyrus by Samoan slave girls to be so tasty. <laughs>
2: It's Fudger's instant coffee, Mrs. Sarnicky.
0: If this Ambrosia is instant, I'll eat my bungalow
2: Well, see for yourself, here's the package
0: I feel dizzy, your coffee revelations have left me broken and violated So Fudger's instant deserves to be served in great restaurants? No, it deserves to have a giant temple erected in the Himalayas just to serve this coffee I would surely go there, and so would many top sports figures.
2: So you'll use it at home, will
0: you? Have you been listening or what?
3: (laughs) Fudger's Instant. Good enough for Mrs. Zarnicky, Good enough to serve at home.
0: Do I eat my bungalow now? (laughs)
4: first snows of winter herald the arrival of the great yellow snowplow. (laughs) These hardy creatures can be spotted grazing on highways, in parking lots, and outside 24-hour donut shops. (laughs) Identifying marks of the great yellow snowplow include studded feet, huge snow-clearing mandibles, and large horns which are used in battle. (laughs) With the arrival of warmer spring weather, the snowplows migrate northwards, where they can be seen idling in the snow and feeding on the Arctic glaciers. When snowplows mate, they mate for life. For more information on the great yellow snowplow, write to the Canadian Save the Automobile Association, Ottawa.
2: Well, there's that music. That's right, you know what that means. It's time for another Frantic slideshow.
1: So, we want you all to go to com, and click on the menu item labeled podcast. And there you'll see a slideshow, a slideshow number two. And every time you hear a beep, we want you to go to the next slide. What's our first picture, Paul? Uh, oh, uh, this is me playing God. And it's the sketch called uh, the God for American Express. Yes, God for American Don't Express. Don't leave home without it. I can't right.
2: remember the jokes.
1: No, I do cannot. remember
2: the beard, though. Do you remember much about that beard?
1: Um, it was a coat hanger with bits of wool on it.
2: Correct. Who built the beard? For I you? think Dan. Redican built the because beard.
1: Because he was a puppeteer builder. Yes, he was. That's right. And yeah. a beard builder. <laughs> a beard builder. And look at that Jew fro. Yes, look at all the hair. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good boy. That's right. That's like like Horse shack from uh, Welcome Back Carter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Carter! Mr. Okay, Carter! Moving on to the next picture.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, this is such a great picture. So the, the two of us as nuns during which sketch, Peter? I believe it was Kung Fu Nun. Right, from the TV show.
2: Uh, Mr. Canoehead and uh, you in Kung Fu Nun uh, in the fight scene. Oh, yes. Rick pushed his fist up your nose.
1: He did a real Kung Fu hit right in my... My nose and almost broke it. I was bleeding.
2: You were. He <laughs> was collapsed,
1: collapsed to the ground. He
2: was the kung fu nun or yes, why he, are we
1: why are we dressed as Because nice? we were in the cloister. We were part of the cloister.
2: Ah, we were extras. That's right. Uh so we saved the producers
1: money. That's correct.
2: Okay, well that sounds familiar. Let's move on to the next one, do That this was is, me
1: whistling at myself. This is uh Peter. See, Peter was the sex object of the <laughs> Frantic.
2: God, that's sad. No,
1: you were. You were the sexiest man in our group. Was I really? I think oh. the women actually thought you were the sexiest. Actually,
2: this is to get into bed with Maria Vakratsis. That's right. So if anybody out there has a thing for Maria Vakratsis, take off your shirt, wear a bow tie, and put some uh, bunny ears yep, on your head. Yep, a
1: naked picture of P- Peter no, with I'm bunny ears. No, pa- I'm wearing No, no, no. Pants. For people who have not seen oh, the slideshow, oh, okay. if they haven't bothered to go there, Fair. this will encourage them to go okay. there.
2: Right. Me, the- full frontal, wearing nothing but a pair of bunny ears. That's right.
1: This is back when Peter was young. Not now. We don't want to see 63-year-old gonads.
2: <laughs> Next picture, please. Oh.
1: oh. Uh, okay. What, what can be say? It's a
2: man it? yelling through his sweater.
1: That's right. So this is me playing an alien called Kretchfoop in the Star Trek sketch. Correct. And we did this sketch for decades.
2: You, uh, you did this the first night I saw you. That's right. Which was back in 77, 70- Seven
1: seventy 78, yeah.
2: And uh, every decade, we pull, we'd be keep touring and uh, we'd say, No, it's done. It's, it's
1: done. Star Trek's over. We don't have to do this. From the back anymore. of the
2: room, someone would shout, Do the Star Trek sketch! And out would come the bats and everybody would just uh, pound their feet and pound the table. And uh, when was the last time we did this? We did this on the last reunion tour, I think did so. we not? Yeah. So Star Trek was a killer blow at the end. Texas Chainsaw.
1: And then we were out.
2: What about uh, Kasu? The kazoo oh, melodrama?
1: Yeah. yeah. I remember that.
2: Take us to the next sketch, Paul.
1: Boyd's Camping.
2: There you go. This is a good one. <laughs> I'm Lloyd Boyd, and
0: this is Carpentry with Wood. Now, today, Bert, Oh, who set up all this tent and camping gear? I did, Dad. I'm trying to earn my Grub Scout merit badges for camping, fishing, and hunting. Ooh, good for you. That's
2: better than hanging out in plazas, drinking and soiling the reputations of young girls. I already
0: got those badges. Is there anything I can do? I've been wondering that for years, Dad. (laughs) I've just started a campfire. I'm trying to, at least, with my wood and my kindling and my matches. Oh, now that's no way to start a fire, son. Let's hear. You let your sage of a dad show you. First you pile up your firewood.
2: <laughs> then you pour a gallon of Sunoco unleaded gasoline on it. Oh,
0: oh that's it. right up to the top. Good boy. <laughs> oh look, Dad. The logs. They're floating away.
2: <laughs> now
0: son, lighting a
2: campfire is dangerous. You gotta know what you're doing here. You know what time it is?
0: It's campfire time! <laughs> Stand back. (laughs) Doesn't that flare up pretty? (laughs) Boy, sure done them chickens quickly. Didn't even get a chance to kill the suckers. Hey Dad, what do you eat in the wilderness?
2: Oh, pioneer food, mostly. Alphagetti and Dalgrunti pudding cups. <laughs> now, to cook them, just toss the cans into the fire like this.
0: Shouldn't you open them first?
2: Oh, no sense wasting pots and pans.
0: Look, Dad, the cans of Alphagetti, they're bulging. They look like basketballs. Oh, that means our supper's cooked. Hit them with your axe, Monty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's
0: Italian. It's raining, Alphagetti. <laughs> Little spaghetti letters everywhere. Looks like someone nuked Sesame Street. <laughs> there goes, there goes a Big the- Bird. <laughs> It's getting really smoky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now don't don't panic, son. Everything's under control. I can hardly
2: see, Dad. (laughs) No, that's okay. Listen. Listen carefully now. I'll tell you what you do go over there, open up the living room window, Open the kitchen door. Okay, (laughs) Bob.
4: Hi, friends. I'm Roland Grit. this is Suicide Watch. Suicide Watch is a phone-in show. We're trying to reach out to people who find that life has dealt them a bad hand. I care. Phone me. Suicide Watch is brought to you by Manfred's garlic rings. The rings that are just like onion rings, only smaller and garlicky and twice as expensive. A soul in distress is calling us now. Hello, this is Roland Grit for Suicide Watch. How are you, friend?
0: Roland, it's Louise.
4: Not now, baby, I'm on the air. (laughs) And now it's time for a word from Manfred's Garlic Rings.
2: Manfred's Garlic Rings are fun to chew. They taste a lot better than you think. They're Manfred's. Eat some, try some garlic rings. Each little bag's a party in your honor Manfred! That's good
4: Roland Grit back again Ready to share with someone in need Roland? Too bad, if you'd said Manfred garlic rings You would have won a 20 pound party sack of Manfred's garlic rings
5: Roland, it's Louise I got the doctor's report
4: Oh, wrong number You know, people should be more careful dialing at night. Many... (laughs) Suicide watch.
0: Roland, I'm in trouble.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. If you'd said Manfred's cheese drink, you would have won a party tanker full of delicious Manfred's
0: cheese... Roland, I gotta talk to you.
4: Louise, I'm busy right now.
5: You weren't too busy when I phoned you up last month and you arranged for those private sessions.
4: Oh, it's time for another word from Manfred's.
0: Well, gee, boss, uh, the wife tells me dinner's ready.
2: Ah, what are we having, Mrs. Williams?
0: Manfred's garlic rings Honey?
2: And, uh, what's this wine here?
0: Oh, that's not wine That's Manfred's cheese drink
2: Williams, I don't call this a meal Sorry, boss I call this a feast In fact, here's a million dollars in cash And you can hit me on my head with this baseball bat Thanks, boss
4: (laughs) Louise, you have no proof it was me. There's no proof at all, Louise. All
5: right, Roland, I won't bother you anymore.
4: What's wrong with your voice, Louise? You sound funny.
5: Maybe I took funny
0: pills. Pills? (laughs) Pills? You've called the right
4: number, Louise. I'll get you an ambulance. Now you go to the bathroom and you throw up.
0: I can't,
4: Roland. Think of Manfred's garlic rings.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because in,
4: in this tough world, no matter how bad things get, just remember. Well, that's about that wrapped it up for today. This is Roland Grit signing off for Suicide Watch for Manfred's garlic rings. Oh. Oh. The rings oh. that taste like onion rings, oh. only saltier, and the batter's greasy, and they stick to your lips. Oh. Bye for
2: now. Frantic Times goes to press,
4: I'm Mike McMichael. And I'm Huey P. Karp with these top stories
2: In London, Prince Charles told reporters that the royal honeymoon had gone so well That he and Lady Diana would be expecting a child in six months instead of the usual nine
4: In Washington, D.C., the Department of Environment said the soil in Nashville is contaminated from chemicals The chemicals have been traced to Elvis Presley's grave
2: In Peking, the communist Chinese government has announced that peasants will be allowed to own their own homes. The Canadian government says it may try a similar plan.
3: Also in the news, the breakdown of negotiations at City Hall between the city and the police department came at 5.30, and police officially went on strike at 6. Already reports of rioting and looting have come under... Oh,
5: Alan, please turn off the TV.
2: There, there, my little mud buddy. (laughs)
3: Alan, why are people looting
4: and rioting?
2: Oh, it's a customary thing to do during a police strike. Everyone breaks the law.
4: Oh. Well, I suppose we must join them and do the civic-minded thing and strip off the thin veneer of civilization and go wild.
2: We could let loose in an orgy of mindless destruction. Good idea. Should I make the pot roast first? No, dear, that can wait. Okay. You'd better put on a cardigan, dear. Oh, yes, it could get pretty raw. Yes. Yeah. Um, you think of something to do, Edie. Okay. Break the law. Um, I feel like Al Capone (laughs) Oh, I know I'll strip the plastic off the couch Oh, that's wonderful, Edie But uh, I don't think it's against the law
4: Well, it should be
2: (laughs) Oh, Edie, you're such a utopian It would be better to steal, jaywalk, or double park Or molest farm animals (laughs) Yes, well, um, I'll call up John and Dorothy and see what they're doing Well, John will know He's a real go-getter And vice president of McDonald's Canada (laughs) Hello, John, Alan Pleasant here (laughs) Oh, fine, fine, and you? (laughs) Good, good, good (laughs) Yes, yes, we were wondering what you and Dorothy were planning to do That was illegal (laughs) Oh, yes, yes, we thought of that Edie, John and Dorothy are molesting farm animals (laughs) Stop! This is our first police strike, John Yes, there's a police strike on Edie, they had no idea there was a police strike on Well, John's a real go-getter He's vice president of McDonald's Canada Yes, yes, John All that's splendid Well, thank you very much, John Say goodbye to Dorothy Edie, John and Dorothy say goodbye
5: Goodbye, John and Dorothy.
2: That was Edie. Yes, yes. Bye for now. Well, John suggests I get my hunting rifle and snipe at passing cars. Good. That sounds illegal. I'll get my hunting rifle from the cupboard, and I'll open the window. Mindless destruction. This ashtray's heavy. Heave! <laughs> now you stand back, right. and I'll pick off motorists. <laughs> Oh, 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 here comes a policeman on his motorcycle He must have been going to a picket line (laughs) Missed him Oh, Oh look, 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 John and Dorothy are letting the farm animals out of the front door (laughs) I'll put a bead on John Good Darn Oh, that's all right, Alan I'm sure shooting sheep is illegal Edie, turn on the radio and we can hear what other people are contributing to the mayhem while I reload. Good idea. And three strippers were charged. And now this late item, the police strike in Rochester, is worsening. Alan? Yes, Edie. We haven't moved to Rochester, have we? No, dear, we're still in Fort Erie. Oh, then there was no police strike here. (laughs) Edie? Yes, Alan? After dinner, would you like to take a little drive down to Rochester? Oh, you know, Alan, that might be fun. (laughs) Now, when you saw this next bit on the list, you got all excited. It's called Eddie Savaloy. Saveloy, which is a sausage in New Zealand, by the way. I'm very proud of that name. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, it's... it's you know the stuff? There's sausages, and then there's hot dogs. Is made out of meat that's not good enough for sausages. Saveloys are made out of the meat that aren't good enough for hot... Uh, so, uh, this is a, an, a love song written to Diana, who was dating or going to marry Prince Charles. The premise was that Eddie Savaloy got dumped by Diana.
1: That's right. So um, the issue is that it insulted the royal family. And uh, in Canada, we have a whole section of the country that is super monarchists, and they're stuck all the way out in Victoria, B.C. And the CBC told me that after this song aired, the switchboards at CBC lit up like a Christmas tree because all these monarchists were phoning and complaining about, oh, how do you insult the queen and monarchy? And they were really pissed off, and I thought that was pretty hilarious. Then our job was done. It was done. If we can insult monarchists out in Victoria, B.C., we can um, die happy.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Savaloy. I'm hanging about me walk-up, sitting on the floor, with me fish wrapped in newspaper. I'm looking for a football score, there's a headline soaked in grease, proclaiming some damn thing, saying rich man, poor man, thief or beggar, jump for joy cause a lady dies pregger, and she'll drop the royal sprog in the spring. Now lots of folks is happy But with me it's no big deal All I want is to have a job A home and one square meal The whole damn country's feeling the pinch There's a one thing we don't need It's another bloody royal mouth to feed Last winter Last winter me wife Welped a kid A screaming little buck the paper never mentioned it or wished me Mrs. Luck. Now, the kid must have royal blood on account he eats so much. He's always eating something and he wants it all for nothing, that royal little such and such. So, ears to you, Your Highness, you've proven you're a man. I hope the kid don't get your ears or look like Princess Anne.
3: Hi, this is Dan Red right again.
4: Any friend of yours is a friend of mine And if you weren't such an asshole, I wouldn't be so lonely This is the best of frantic times
2: There's many a story told about the heroes of the Wild West Some true, some mostly legend This is a story of a man who stood taller than his own legends This is the Ballad of Kid Galois
0: And he told me he'd pan that river in 85. Now, you know and I know that there was nobody a panning that river in 85. Ah, there's no way. It's Kid Galwas. Kid Galwas. Oh.
2: Howdy, Mr. Galwas. It's it's an honor having you in our town. What'll it be?
0: Un Pepsi s'il vous plaît. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Mr. Galwas. I hope you don't mind me warning you but Bad dog Blake is here in town, and, well, he's mad. Barkeep, uh, est-ce que vous pourrez me dire où est, Rosie? I'm right here, kid. So you came back for me after all this time. Bonjour, Rosie. Est-ce que tu vous une Pepsi? Oh, I'm off. I'm off the hard stuff, kid. Barkeep, give me a beer. I missed you, kid. I missed you hard. Where you been? I'm almost given up waiting. Je travaille avec les vaches.
2: Life of a cowboy must be a rugabun for you, eh, kid? Oh, come see, come, sir. Here comes Mad
0: Dog Blake! Rosie? est oh, Fouchian Blake? Oh, kid, he's mean and tough and bad. He wants you to prove that you're still the fastest. Mais c'est impossible. Je suis un pacifiste maintenant. That's not...
2: That's not going to stop Mad Dog Blake. Merde.
4: Barkeep! Give me a bottle of whiskey. Charge it to this ugly old coot here. <laughs> if that's okay with you.
0: I thought you'd never ask. <laughs>
4: I'll be needing a woman. You'll do.
0: Don't you touch me, I'm with the kid.
4: The kid? Not kid Galois. The famous coward.
0: Oui, c'est moi.
4: <laughs> I was told you was the fastest kid. Let's see how fast and tough. You are.
0: Oh, uh, not real Pepsi s'il vous play. Get
4: ready to draw in five. Ah,
0: oh, non merci. Five. Je ne spare pas. <laughs> Four. Mais je ne porte pas un pistolet. Save yourself, kid. Run. Two. I can't watch. One. <gasps> He's dead. Ooh. Oh no! Mad Dog's dead. A hockey puck right between the eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't even see him draw his hockey stick.
0: Oh, kid, you were wonderful. Oh, C'est bien. Recommencez la musique. Et petit pour tout la maison.
2: Kid, <gasps> <laughs> I can't be late.
3: Huh? What is it, lad? Oh,
2: sorry. I didn't know this was the vice principal's office. I'm trying to find a history class.
3: What calendar are you?
2: A uh, Flintstone, sir.
3: Well, this is Barney Rubble Day. You don't have history. Oh,
2: thank you, sir. Sorry to have bothered you.
3: Well, Jason Mahooch. Yes, sir. Well, that's an unusual name. What sort of name is Mahooch? My name, sir. Yes. Well, Jason, do you know why I called you here?
5: To hit me, sir?
3: No, Jason, that was before. I want to be your friend now. Yes, sir. I have your record here on my desk, and generally you have very good marks. Uh, 81 in science, 90 in art, yes, very good marks indeed, Jason. Thank you, sir. Can I go now, sir? Uh, no. Uh, your geography mark is another matter entirely. I have trouble in geography, sir. Hmm. Negative 500 is not a good mark, is it? No, sir. Is it? No, sir! This negative 500 in geography of yours is single-handedly bringing down the school average 10 points. Now that puts us out of the honors school category. We'd lose thousands of dollars in uh, scholarships and grants. Now, I've always maintained uh, students are here to learn, not to earn grades. But a buck's A buck. Yes, sir! All right, Jason. Because of your exemplary grades and all your other courses, I'm willing to give you a quiz. If you get it right, I'll give you a 51 in geography. It's a bit irregular, and by that I mean it's an outrageous cheat. But negative 500 calls for desperate measures. I have trouble with geography, sir. Uh, Yes, Jason, all right. Now, what are the mountains called that run the length of South America? Thursday? Thursday Do I pass? Uh, no, Jason, Thursday's not the mountain range It's uh, called the Andes The Andes? Too late (laughs) But no matter What is the capital city of France? The Andes? Paris Paris? Yes Okay, which country contains the Mississippi River? Paris? The United States of America The
5: United States of America
3: I think I see a pattern developing here. <laughs> what nation is directly south of Canada?
5: Thursday <laughs> the,
4: United of the United States of America
5: What's with you? Were you raised on a chemical dump site? I have trouble in geography. <laughs> You said you were my friend.
3: All right, all right, let's make it a little easier. Then I want you to name one place in the world, one river, one city, one country, any place at all, and big hint, there's no place called Thursday.
4: Oh. Lisa
3: Minelli? No.
4: Dogs love cheese.
3: No.
5: problematic trouble. No. Fritz Weaver. No. Spurtdle. No.
4: Rolling trophies. No. Eugene Whalen. Right size. One more guess. Thursday. Thursday. Yes. Amazing. The little scumball got it. Good old Thursday. But you just said there was no such places. There is now. You see this globe on my desk? Well, this place is
5: now Thursday. Ethiopia. You're allowed to change that the third day? I'm the
4: vice principal. I can do what I damn well like. Yes, sir. You pass. Congratulations. Now get out of my sight before I splatter your brains across the wall. Now now get out. O-U-Z out.
1: Now this song. uh, Don't give it away. Don't give it away. No, we don't give it. We don't give it. No, no. But you were playing guitar. Yes, that's right. As always, never happy with the way the guitar sounded.
2: Either. No, you. That's you know what?
1: I think you, underrate yourself as a musician.
2: No, I, I, I can hack. I'm okay with that. It was just the sound.
1: But, oh, but I'm I see. just
2: turning into just a grumpy old man. <laughs> I got to complain about something.
1: <laughs> that's right. Well, you're uh, a perfectionist.
2: This uh, cute little song. Did you bring this one in?
1: No, I didn't write this. Oh, uh, this is a Redican. I think it's a Redican song. Grade three.
5: They heard us in from the yard They sit us down in wooden seats that are scratched up and sticky and hard Grade three Grade three Grade three It's killing me They took away our pencil, we're in for a stint at the pen I got a D in writing, oh I wish I was printing again Grade three Grade three Grade three Our teacher is Mrs. Beasley, she's got funny things up her nose. She's got blue hair, I think she wears dead people's clothes. I had to go to the washroom, she said wait until four. Now the kids sitting around me will have to keep their feet off the floor. If I stole ten apples and I gave my brother three, how many apples would I have left without? Thought the joint was escape-proof till they found I was gone. Cause there ain't no class can hold me when I got my snowsuit on grade three. ABC, one, two, three. Grade three. ABC, one, two, three. Grade three, grade three. Now I'm free. Oh, 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 oh.
2: Well there you have it! Best of Frantic Times, and now this is what we call the outro, which right. is the last thing we say is we say goodbye to you and thank you for listening.
1: Oh and Peter, can you just let me do the people? Just like lead up to it. Let me do the people part. You oh, have okay, me let me, here me we do go. the people All part. Alright, fair enough. Fair okay. Enough.
2: Okay. This has been the best of Frantic Times, conceived, written, and performed by
1: the Frantics. And they are Polcharto, Rick Green. Dan Redican, Peter Wildman. Very good. With special female guests... Uh, Maggie Butterfield, uh, Mag Ruffman, and Carolyn Scott. Good,
2: good. Original CBC production and sound effects done by...
1: Kathy Perry and... Uh, Dave Milligan. Dave
2: Milligan. Oh, he's going to love you for that. Like us on Facebook. Send us a note. Tell us all about yourself. We'd love to hear from you. The Best of Frantic Times was produced by... Derek
3: Wellsman
2: And to that we say... So long. Boot well, to the head! Boot to the yeah. head, at
1: the top, That's our slogans, isn't it? Come on,
2: everybody! Yeah. yeah.